I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Please be advised that Gen X This Is Why contains adult language. Are you going to pair this with the joke about how mom and dad would have low expectations for me? Uh, you just made it. Hi, and welcome to Gen X This Is Why, the podcast where we re-examine the sometimes bizarre and often scarring media of our shared childhood. My name is Amy. I'm a proud Gen Xer born in 1977. And I'm her sister Jenny, born in 1974. Guys, I have the vid. (laughs) Amy has COVID, finally. Here's what happened. Around Christmas, I was really sick. Remember? I mean, you guys remember we didn't put out two weeks of episodes. I remember we almost didn't. We almost didn't have um, Christmas. My symptoms were severe, like real harsh sore throat, like I was crying, and stuffy head. So then, like Samantha had it the week before me, and then I had it. Now Penelope has it. So I tested all of us the first two days, and it was negative. So I'm like, oh, we're good. But Penelope no, said, longer. no, keep testing me. Yeah, it takes longer. So I tested Penelope yesterday, which was her fourth day. Yep. And bing, it lit right up. It's usually like three, four, five day that it, te- that it goes positive. Yeah. So um, I'm like, oh my God, we have to test everybody else. So we test everybody else. And here I freaking have it. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I'm not lying. I felt fine yesterday. The minute I tested and it was positive, I got sick. Oh my God. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah Jane, that's obviously read... what caused it did you uh, so anyway guys if i'm nasally and i'm sipping coffee again again i don't know scream into your pillow because i don't know what to do for you but see this is the amy i grew up with <laughs> like the one who just had every illness all the time was always sick the fact that you didn't get covid and all the rest of us did was like mind-blowing oh dad didn't though did he dad has not had it yeah has not had it yeah yeah I agree with you. I usually get everything. Yeah. But for three years, I avoided this bitch. Yeah. Here it is. Jenny, would you have locked me in a freezer when we were kids? Yeah. Did you read what I put in? No, I didn't. Facebook? Mm-mm. Somebody had put on one of the Gen X sites that episode of Punky Brewster where the kid gets locked in the refrigerator and dies. And... Oh, locked in a refrigerator is different. You yes. mean like in a in an empty refrigerator that like you can't get out of and you yes. don't have oxygen? Oh, I thought you yes. meant like put you in a stand-up freezer or something. No, no, no. Wait. So now somebody responded, my sister and I lived in Florida and we didn't have air conditioning. So we used to take turns going into our chest freezer. Do you know what a chest freezer yeah. is? Yeah. 
And one that time she dangerous. went in there and the sister locked her in and left. I'm like, yeah. that would have been Jenny. Yeah, probably. 100%. 100%. All right, Jenny. So we have a lot to get to and I need to get back to my COVID bed immediately where I'm binging cold case files. Oh, God. Okay. Mm -hmm. I need to see who murdered this teacher from Illinois. Okay. So um, we're going to get right to it. It's season nine, episode 20. May I have this dance? May I have a description, Jenny? Laura receives an unexpected inheritance from an ailing friend, which promises huge changes for the Wilder family, just in time for the series to end. <laughs> Guys, we're close. We're, we're one episode away from the end the of end. the series. Yeah, so I need to get that poll up. What's the poll? To, for the viewer's choice. We're doing three uh, that they pick. Right. But here's our options. Let me ask you. We'll have this meeting on air real quick. Do you <laughs> think I should go through and pull like 10 and put them in there? Or do we just have an open poll, go for broke? And How's an open poll work? They just they fill in They can stuff? fill in. Yeah. Do they get to see what other people filled in? Yeah. And oh, okay. then they, they vote on it. Okay. Yeah. Let it, let it rip. Maybe we just let it rip. Let it rip. All right, guys. So let's jump into this. Jenny, Willie is graduating. Willie, at the age of 27, is finally graduating. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me... This, this calls for this. It yeah, really it does. does. I mean, this guy has been in school, and I say guy. <laughs> for nine seasons. For 18,000 years. So I wrote, he's old enough to have fathered half the students in there. <laughs> well, look at it this way. He's been in school for nine seasons, and how old do you think he was in season one? I have no idea. Maybe 10? Right. Mm -hmm. So he's like 19, 20. Like he should be graduating from college. He should, yeah, he's old. <laughs> So the class is preparing for the graduation ceremony and Nancy wants to read an essay titled, this is such a Jenny move. Why Jesus loves me more than most. Now that I, first of all, I'm not religious. Second of all, that's, that's just dumb. That's just, it, my, I would be way more covert about something like that. That's true. You probably would be. Miss Plum's like, no, not happening. Miss Plum is not a good actress. That's Michael Landon's daughter, right? It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. She's somebody somebody called me out on that because I was insinuating that Miss Plum <laughs> wanted Michael Landon to pick her up and whirl her I around. Remember that. I saw that. I saw that. That's so funny. Look, shit gets weird sometimes on the set of Little House. Shit gets weird. Going shit gets weird. You know. So after school, Willie and Rachel. This is so. I wrote some girl, but we learned she's Rachel. Mm -hmm. They run out. They run out into a tree. They just run out and get in the tree. Some random girl. Mm-hmm. That we've like, never seen. That we've never, right? We've never seen her? Mm -mm. Nope. I looked it up. She's only been in this episode and the one after. Oh, okay. Okay. So, um, did you do an index card on her? I have an index card on her. Okay. Who is Rachel Brown? Rachel Brown is actress Sherry Stoner. She's an American actress, animator, and writer. She is also the voice of Slappy the Squirrel on Animaniacs. Yes, she is. She's been a writer and producer for animated shows in the 90s, including Tiny Toons Adventures, which was amazing. Amazing. Animaniacs, which is amazing. Do you remember Casper? the Tiny Toons song? Can you sing it? No. Isn't it like, we're tiny, we're teeny? No, we're tiny. We're tiny, we're toony, we're all a little loony, and 
Yes, yes, yes. Get this. She served as a reference model for Ariel in Little Mermaid. I did read that. And Belle in Beauty and the Beast. And like, if you think about it, you can see it. And they said that like, she likes to, you know how Ariel bites her lower lip a lot? They took Mm -hmm. that from Sherry Stoner. Imagine if that's your claim to fame. Oh my goodness. They used Um, me as the model for um, Ursula and they used you for Flotsam and Jetsam, the little crazy evil eels. Anyway. Her live action work includes a reoccurring role as Rachel Brown Olsen on Little House on the Prairie. That's why I was like, but we haven't seen, but you're saying the, the two last episodes. Yeah. That's it. Um, but I thought you said this was Willie's last appearance and that's why we were doing it. No, this is like Willie getting married though. Okay. Okay. Um, she also appeared in Murder, She Wrote. Murder, She Wrote. Isn't that like a weird song or something? Murder, She Wrote was everybody's grandmother's favorite show yeah knots landing everybody's grandmother's other favorite show <laughs> and was in the 1986 cult film reform school girls mm. that's all i got i never saw reform school girls neither have i i'm sure it's a film that has like that porky's humor like yep. i'm sure guys are spying through holes in walls and bathrooms you know 1986 you bet yep that kind of thing all right jen so that's who she is So he's asking her, like, was my speech terrible? And she's like, no, you were fine, but I'll be glad to listen if you want more practice. Wink, wink, wink. Like, she is trying to seduce him over to her little farm. So he has to go to work in the restaurant, and they make plans to meet up. And I just wrote, clearly this has been happening for a while, but we have seen none of it. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm, None of it. mm -hmm. Now, Laura's hanging out with an oldie across town. This felt so random. This is right? what they do. They just plop people in. Like, why do we even care about this? I have no idea. Jenny, by the way, who's this written and directed by? It is written by Chris Abbott and directed by Victor French. Okay. We got some slack about the Victor French thing because we were what? like, what? He what? <laughs> he directed Bully Boys. Get out. Yes. Oh, I take back everything I said. And I think I remember us talking about that, like how wild he was. And I take back everything like, I said about Victor French as a director. Well, hang on to that. Put that in your pocket because uh, there's some problematic scenes coming up that I want to talk about. So Laura's hanging out with an oldie across town and they're in this old house. And this oldie's like, I am this house. I was shiny and young when my husband built it for me, but now I'm old and I'm falling apart. And I say oldie with affection, guys. Okay. I love old women. So she, how old do you think she is? 75. She's 70. I'm like, I thought she was 105. Okay, I was going to say, if you tell me she's 40, I'm going to punch Well, that's the thing. I was like, I'm like, I'm writing down like, oh, who's this old woman? And then I'm like, wait a minute, she might be 50. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) So she says, William and I wanted to pass this house down to our son, but he's dead. So even though I just met you. I want to give you and hey, everybody, this house. Our fondest dreams were to pass our house to our son. Oh, my God. What a uh, sad time to be alive. So Laura is having one of those moments, like when you log into your student loan account and the balance says zero. Oh. After 30 years or whatever. Like, she's yeah. like, oh, my, oh God, my God. Somebody's giving me this beautiful <laughs> house. And she's trying not to. Like, you could just see it on her face. 
She's because yeah. don't forget, she's living in that one room shack that he built. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the Olsons, Willie gets home from the restaurant and the rest of the family's eating dinner. And Willie's like, I can't eat. I have to go out. It's a surprise. And Harriet's like, is it a surprise for me? And he goes, it will surprise you. Oh, yeah. It will surprise her. Yep. Harriet tells Willie that she and Miss Plum have arranged for him to take the university entrance exam in Sleepy Eye. Great. And he's like, uh, gotta run. Gotta be somewhere. Uh, But, like, in all fairness... Willie wasn't exactly an academic. He wasn't no. like all into. He's not Mary. No, no, he is no Mary. He's actually fun to be around. Like they're lucky they got him through high school in nineteen years. <laughs> he spent most of seventh grade in the corner. Yeah, yeah. So Willie runs over to Rachel's house. Jen, did you notice she has Crystal Gale hair? Yeah, that's why I think like she she was the inspiration for Ariel. Oh yeah, true, yeah. true, true. Yeah. So they run into the barn. They start making out Victor French. Woo. First of all, what? this on camera. What house is this? What town is this in? It seems like it's kind of in the city. I don't know. We don't know. These are people who supposedly have been here forever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very confusing. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Crystal Gale hair? Do you remember oh, that? God. Wasn't her, her hair was like to her ankles. It was remember to that? her ankles. That was crazy. Who does that? Who can grow their hair? I don't think my hair would grow that long. It I mean, like my hair off. would grow that long, but my hair, as we all know, is thinning. <laughs> so like it would grow that long, but it would look like two wisps. <laughs> <laughs> Two little hairs would make it down to the ankles. I just, I don't know how a woman of that age had hair that long. Like, when you're young, I think you could probably grow it that long because it's strong enough. Can I predict what's going to happen here? What? Some of the memes are going to be like, you idiots. You idiots. It was a wig. Yeah, probably. It probably was a wig. Yeah, it probably was. You idiots. (laughs) Okay. So he runs over there. They're making out. I'm stunned by this, but whatever. Rachel says, are you okay with working in a restaurant? Willie says, I like it and I'm good at it. And, you know, like, I'm fine with it as long as you're okay with me doing it as your husband. And she's like, when are you going to talk to my pa? And he says, soon, but I got to talk to my mother. And you know how that goes. Yeah. Now, I think if this kid wants to run this restaurant, let him. Oh, my God. They've needed somebody to run this restaurant forever. Right. Carolyn just peaced out in the middle of dinner service. Carolyn peaced out. Like, where's Hester Sue? Is she still there? Yeah, Jen. But, you know, they're never going to let a black woman run that restaurant. Uh, Harriet's not going to. No fucking way. I mean, Hester Sue does run the restaurant. Let's be clear. Absolutely. (laughs) Isn't that the way of things, though? Hester Mm -hmm. Sue will do all the work. Yep. Yep. So Manly runs in. And says, so Laura's at home and Manly runs in and he's like, hey, everybody, your friend is dying. And he tells Laura, like, that oldie that you're friends with on death's door. And guess what? Doc's over there. So you better get over there quick. Um, So I see that COVID's not taking away the Manly. No, no, I can still do the Manly. Ah, fuck. Hey, All everybody, right. COVID's not hurting me. <laughs> <laughs> I just have who the fuck is Mrs. Flannery. Like, who is this person to Laura? I have no idea. No clue. So Laura gets there and Oldie's just about to die, but holds on for Laura. Do you remember Graham did this? She held on for Uncle Bobby. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was weird. Because as, oh, okay, this is, this is Patreon, <laughs> no. so I can say it. I can say it. As you do, this isn't my uncle felt like, oh no, this is, this is public. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say it. 
as you do, my uncle felt like he needed to go get a haircut <laughs> as his mother was dying. Oh, let me leave his leave her deathbed and run and get my haircut real quick. I'll be right back. We're all Obvi- like, what? Obviously, that was avoidance behavior. Obviously. We're all like, what? So then she hangs, like, we had to prolong this shit. She hangs on for him to get back. <laughs> of course she does. Of course. All right. So she asked Laura if she will take the house. And Laura says, yes, we discussed it and we'll take it. And Miss Flannery's like, I just want to know that Rose and Jenny's laughter will fill the house as they grow. That was what this house was built for. Jenny, do you think my house was built for laughter? No. No. Mm -mm. Barking, obviously. Barking. Yes. Barking and teenage (laughs) fighting. (laughs) So she dies and it's cut Cut, to her funeral. Cut to her funeral. Cut to her funeral. After the funeral, Rachel and Willie talk about how much they'll miss Miss Flannery. Who no one ever saw before this episode. Nope. Willie's like, she was so good to us. Like, here's an example. You know our favorite old dude, that oldie that is always walking around town and stuff. The cranky one. Why couldn't it have been him? Yeah. Why not? We knew him. He had the house. Sure. Why couldn't he have given the house to Manly? Yeah. There you go. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Rachel wants to know, Willie, are you coming over for dinner? And he's like, I can't. I have to go to Sleepy Eye to take the college entrance exam. But trust me, I'm not going to do this. I'll be back quick. I'll be back. He's like, I'm taking it for mother. And he says 10 times, you have to trust me. You have to trust me. If somebody tells you 10 times to trust them, don't. Gen X pro tip. Don't trust them anyway. Especially if they're telling you to trust them. Yeah, that's true. Next day, Rachel's hanging out in the store to see Willie. And he arrives home. Harriet asks how he did, and Nell says, Harriet, we won't know for weeks. Relax. And this is the time when they bring up Rachel. Like, Rachel's there, and Nancy's like, she's lurking around, hoping to see Willie. And Harriet's like, ugh, gross. So, later that night, Nell finds Willie. He's up, and he's thinking. Uh Uh-oh. Never a good sign. I think he's moping. Yeah, probably. Willie says... Dad, I just want you guys to be proud of me. And Nels is like, no matter what grade you get, Willie, we love you. Nels is a good father in this episode. He really is. And I, I, like, the thing that kills me is, did they really think like Willie would just get an A on this? Like, that's never happened. Are you going to pair this with the joke about how mom and dad would have low expectations for me? Uh, you just made it. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. So now we see Laura. She's at her big house. It has gold statues through it. What is this place? I'd be selling that shit on eBay. She needs to get on eBay right away. (laughs) Now, Edwards comes over. And here's my thing about this. He's very touchy-feely. Yes. Yeah, what was the deal? He's touching her waist. He's holding her. Yeah, what is the deal? Is it because he's directing it? Because he's directing it. (laughs) Like, oh, I have to give you a a self-breast check, Laura. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see you, Victor French. I see you. I know what you're doing. Did you notice Laura was sick? No. Her voice was scratchy. She sounded like me. Oh god, okay. Yeah, like her voice was scratchy. Laura asks Edwards what he thinks about making this a boarding house. He's like, Yeah, sounds good, whatever. At least I can come over and peep on you. Well, she's like, I want to make this a boarding house to pay for the upkeep. I'm like, what does it how much do you have to pay for an upkeep of a house that has no electricity, <laughs> no water, running? You know, like what is the upkeep? You have to sweep it. You have to like repair some boards. Like, 
Yeah, I don't know. At the Olsons, the letter arrives and Harriet rips it open. Jen, Willie failed. Willie failed. I don't know why anyone is surprised. Yeah, I don't either. Harriet's like, how could you do this? You've been in school for 17,000 years. (laughs) Harriet's like... Did you catch Nancy playing that block puzzle? Remember those? No. I remember those. They were like in a little wood suitcase and they're like a puzzle on each side of the box. I feel like she's too old to be playing that. Oh. Or is that like... Is she gaming? Like, is that her gaming? (laughs) They had no games. Could you imagine? No. No. I mean, they had games. They had checkers. You know how Rev was like a psycho checker? He'd be an Angry Birds player. Rev? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. So Harriet's like embarrassed. She's like, we can't tell anyone about this. You know, the whole, I'll be the talk of the town, blah, blah, blah. Willie says he wants to stay here and run the restaurant. And she says she'll talk to Plum about retaking the exam. And Willie says, I am not taking it again. I failed on purpose. I'm going to stay in Walnut Grove. I'm going to run the restaurant and I'm going to marry Rachel Brown. And that is fucking it. Yeah. And Harriet sits down and she cries and Nancy comforts her. Yep. Willie's in the stockroom and Nell's heads in there to chat with him. And Willie says, I'm sorry, I should have told you. And he asks Nell's if he approves of what he's doing. And Nell says, if it's right for you, Willie, then do it. You've got to live your own life, not your mother's, not mine. And congrats, you picked a great woman. Now, Jenny, what are your thoughts on this? Because I'm going to tell you something right now. I get a lot of pushback from people when they find out that I am really, really instilling in my girls that they have to go to college. I mean, this is a different time. No, but Back, like if, if, if you're talking about 1880, you didn't have to go to college. Especially, no, I, like, I get hate. I'm telling you, I get some. And I try to explain to people like my husband is in the trades. I'm a supporter yeah, of the trades. Yeah. I get it. I think they're great. But me personally, I'm obsessed with higher education. I want my kids to go to college. Well, and I mean, if the girls expressed an interest in some trade, fine, but they, they're they not, so they should go to college. Yeah, <laughs> like, they're not. Yeah. Guys, my kids right now, their career goals are to lay in bed and watch Criminal Minds. I mean, yeah. I have to do something. Yeah. Yeah. I have to do something. But yeah, I guess you're right. I guess if one of them came to me and was like, my passion is, is well to done. run our family restaurant, I'd be like, Yeah, I mean, don't forget, like, Willie already has a business. Like, if you guys had a family business and they were interested in going into it, like, sure. I mean, in this day, in 2023, it's still worth getting some kind of college degree, no matter what. College is just so expensive, though. So expensive. It's crazy. I'm looking at in-state tuition for Pennsylvania colleges. Like, the cheapest that I could get is, like, $16,000 a year. Wow. That's just the tuition. No, that's tuition. Remember. Oh, okay. But that's a lot. That's I mean, a lot. Yep. Yeah, you're looking at over over sixty grand for a yep. degree. It's yeah, it's crazy. a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the idea is that that you know how it used to be back in the days when yeah. you could go to college and get a job that could pay it off pretty quickly, or go to college virtually free. Yeah, I and mean, don't I guess get me you started on free. where that money's going. The next day, Willie is visiting Mr. Brown and asking for his permission to marry Rachel. Mr. Brown, he gives it to him. He's he like, gives Willie, it to you're him. a good dude. He's making, he's a wheel maker. Remember the whole wheel making oh, thing? Oh yeah, he's making a wheel. Not that we have any context or background on this character. No, but like, it's hard to make wheels. We talked about this before. Oh, yes. Super yes, hard. It is. 
Ed Olson's Nell says, Willie's doing a great job running the restaurant, Harriet, and we should let him. And listen, he could have the room above the restaurant, which was Nellie and Percival's. Mm -hmm. And he and Rachel could live there until they get on their feet. And Harriet's like, if you want to let Willie ruin his life, I'm not going to help him. Now, here's my question to you. They didn't force Nellie to go to school. She's a girl. Right. Yeah. That's the difference in that Mm -hmm. time, for sure. Even now, to some extent, I'm sure. Yep. So just then, Willie runs in and says, he said yes, he said yes, her pa said yes, and Harriet storms out. Yep. Do you know how many times over nine seasons I've written the words, Harriet, Harriet storms, storms out? out? or Harriet passes out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. So now Mr. Edwards is visiting Laura, and he has a gift, Jen, and no peeking. He can't stand for peeking. Uh, he's so weird, man. That he was so awkward. Pe- he likes peeping, probably. <laughs> that was so <laughs> awkward. That was the most awkward scene. He He always says this. I know. Guys, I'm not accusing victor french of anything i'm just saying (laughs) he's putting some stuff in this script where he's really touchy-feely yeah and yeah super weird maybe he's trying to say like that's how laura and mr edwards were close it's weird it's a sign that says wilder's room and board rachel and willie come by they want to rent a room they're ready to be the first boarders shouldn't they get married they said after they get married okay oh yeah come on Yeah. yeah so they leave in edward's tickles laura yeah this was so weird uh, i just wrote this is the third time he's touched her and yeah it's very weird i don't like it is he alive he's dead he's gotta be dead i don't know yeah yeah he's dead pause yes he died in 1989 Wow. These older Hollywood guys are probably like, phew, their ghosts are probably like, woof, escape the Me Too movement. Yeah, seriously. Because <laughs> as much as we love Michael Landon and oh, Mr. Edwards, guys. They would be Me Too. <laughs> no question. Yeah, no question. 100%. So at Town Gossip Fosters, Harriet <laughs> is shit talking Rachel Brown. <laughs> Which Miss Foster was all there for until the awkward moment when Rachel Brown appears in the background. Every time I say the name Rachel Brown, do you know what it reminds me of? Hmm. Come to bed, Laura Brown. Do you remember I don't that know line what that from? Is. Oh my God, Jenny from what? the Hours. Oh when Julia yeah. Moore is in the bathroom brushing her hair, wanting to have a breakdown because she doesn't want to sleep with her husband anymore, and he's like, "Come to bed, Laura <laughs> Brown." It's really creepy. <laughs> so anyway, Rachel Brown's standing there. She walks up. She hears the whole fucking thing. She throws those wedding invitations. Yep. I'm done. Which had to be super expensive and took forever to put together. Yeah. Harriet says, like, one of the things she was saying is that he's ruining her life, Willie's life. He could go to university. She's holding him back. Now, I was happy to have some resolution. One of my pet peeves is when a character has information like that and doesn't share it. Yeah. You know how I am about open direct communication. Yep. So Rachel runs off, runs right to Willie, calls off the wedding, and she tells him everything. Thankfully. Like, there was no, like, forget it, I just don't want to do it, or whatever. She's like, it's your mama. Yeah. She just is like, no, it's your mom's fault. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now Willie takes Rachel and storms over to the mercantile, and this is, like, perhaps one of the greatest little house scenes Oh, Willie is pissed. Oh, my God. He screams at Harriet. 
and tells her she's wrong. He's not staying quiet. He says, you're not, or Rachel's not ruining my life. You are. The best is like Nels and Nancy are like, (laughs) they're just like standing there, like, like looking back and forth and love it. Like Nels is loving this. Jenny, um, it's not a visual medium, so you can't do the head bob and think that our audience is going to understand. All right, fine. Guys, here's a funny thing. When I was editing last week's episode, which was the ape episode. Oh, God. I wanted to try to capture the essence of Jenny, like, especially when she's distracted. So, like, in the earlier part of the episode, I had said something to her, and there's this gigantic pause. And then she goes, (laughs) yeah. Right? And so I downloaded crickets, and I put it in there. But then I thought people wouldn't get, people wouldn't understand it, so I took it out. (laughs) <laughs> but I'm hanging on to that cricket sound oh God. effect because okay, it will come in handy. Especially if I say something nice like, Jenny, I love you. Yeah. See? Okay. <laughs> All right. What do you want from me? <laughs> so Willie's like, we're getting married, motherfucker. And Harriet says, I won't be there. I will not be there. And he's like, good. He says, good. And Nels is smiling ear to oh ear. God, I love He's it. so proud of love him. Love it. Then he says, like, this is some kind of troll. By the way, Edwards is going to be my best man. Well, you know how much Harriet hates Edwards. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's wedding day and Harriet's in bed crying. And she thinks that Nancy is going to be like her, her buddy here. Her ally. But she's not because Nancy comes in and what is she wearing? This hideous blue sailor dress or something. She calls it her bridesmaid's dress. Yeah. Like, how many weddings have you been in that you have a bridesmaid's dress? I took note that I don't think we've seen any fancy weddings at Walnut Grove. Well, we all know super couple, Laura and Almanzo, got married in, like, the Dust Bowl. Like, that wasn't even a thing by some (laughs) dime store preacher. (laughs) Like, there's been no, like, formal weddings, I feel like. No, and Laura and Almanzo are supposed to be the love story of that generation. Well, I have to say also, like, Nancy being the maid of honor, like, well played, Rachel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Nels tries to force her to go. Nancy comes in. She's go- she's going, too. And Harriet's just like, I hate all of you. Get away from me. Yep. Rachel and her dad have a moment where he tells her how beautiful she is. And, you know, it's whatever. We don't know. He's- people, so we're not invested. She's very, very happy. He's very, very happy. And I just wrote, I'm not very, very happy. <laughs> no. Jenny, at what point did you doze off? I dozed off uh, after the I can't stand the peeking. Oh, yeah. I don't blame you. <laughs> no peeking. Can't stand no peeking. peeking. Yeah, I dozed off sometime after that. Okay. So now we see them. They're getting married in the church. and Which, hear- which Willie literally graduated in yesterday. Yes. Yes, he did. Willie spent two decades in that church. It would only make sense that he would get married there. Yep. So we hear sobbing, and it's Harriet. And she's dressed all in black with a black veil over her face. Oh, my God. Dramatic. And I just wrote, I just wrote someone is going to town on their Casio keyboard. Like, it <laughs> is really intense. <sighs> it is like Pachelbel's cannon. It's like, da, 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 like it's it's something where, where is nelly that's my question oh where is nelly did she come back for willie's wedding 
No, and don't even get me started on Where's Paul. Well, we know why all the actors are gone, though. Didn't you post something in the Facebook group? I didn't Or somebody did? Yeah, somebody else did about him not paying anybody. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not surprised. (laughs) So, at the wedding party later, Ned's heads... No, Nels. I can't even talk. (laughs) Heads over to the house where Harriet is wringing her hands. Do you remember Graham used to wring her hands? It's like a stress thing. Yeah, she she used to wring her hands all the time. Nels pulls Harriet up and he says, look. Now, Harriet, if you'll notice, has her sexy hair going. It's down. Yeah. Right? Or crisis hair. It's probably crisis hair. Mm, Yeah, maybe. She's in a crisis. She's in a crisis. But I think men are attracted to the crisis hair. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So he says, hey, remember when I quit college to get married? My mother said it would ruin my life, but she was wrong. Marrying you was the smartest thing I did and I wouldn't change anything. And then they hug, and Nels asks her to dance, and they dance in the living room, and this is the dumbest ending I think I've ever seen. First of all, Nels' mom was right. Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, that's the episode title? That's where it comes from? Yeah, that's dumb. It doesn't come, like, better episode titles could have been, Willie finally graduates, our long national nightmare is over. I don't yeah, know. there you go. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Jenny, whose fault is this? Um, this is Mrs. Wilson's fault, I guess. I don't know. Who can I blame? 
I want to blame Michael Landon, but I, I don't know how. <laughs> this is Victor French's fault. I don't know whose fault it is. I, I mean, know. it's just I liked I liked the character arc of Willie because we know him, we're invested in him. I yep. enjoyed that. Um, but you know these these two characters like we're not invested in them. We don't know them. Her and her father. I feel like this is our fault. Oh, for for insisting on doing season nine. Or is it our fault for skipping, possibly? Although we didn't. No, I said she wasn't in appeared. it. She wasn't in it. Yeah. Did they make any references? No. I don't think so. Mm. She wasn't in it. What are they going to do? Talk about Willie's new girlfriend that's off camera? That would be fucking weird. Although I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> True. I'm trying to think of who Willie could have married that is like part of the cast. Cassandra? She a little too young? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Now. She's like she's probably... <laughs> Um, I don't know. Could We could have had him marry Laura and not deal with fucking Almanzo. Ooh, that would have been awesome. <laughs> or, or, here's something. They could have just made them background characters that come in every once in a while. Yeah. Like, just have a handful of reg- regs that it's come called, in. Guys, it's called a storyboard. So you storyboard the season. Yeah. And if you know in episode 20, Willie's going to marry this girl, you go back to episode one of the season. And be like, oh, here's a rando we could bring back. Right. And you're like, how do I insert this character at inflection points throughout the script? <laughs> but it seems like in later seasons, like, they're having a hard time keeping people. <laughs> so, like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> it's all the new introductions of characters. I mean, even a um, an MFA student understands that we need to storyboard things. You need continuity. Yeah. There's no continuity. No, not at all. I also don't think they, like, write the arc of the season. I think they just make it up as they go along. They just, they just do one episode at a time. Yeah. Oh. yeah. No continuity. Um. All right, at the end of every episode, we look back on theme or a lesson, something we took from the rewatch. We call it our why. It's designed to finish the sentence. Gen X, this is why. What is your why for this episode, Jenny? This is why we were just, like, this is why we all thought that we all have the same exact milestones and they should go in this order. And this is what your life should do. And this is what should happen. And if you're deviating from any of those milestones or you feel like you're arriving at those milestones late, there's something wrong with you. And I think it's very not helpful. Wow. Okay. But we were hammered over the head of this all the time. You you graduate from school. You either go to college or you don't. You get married. You buy a house. You have kids. Like your kid, you know, your kids grow up. They receive communion. They receive confirmation. They graduate from high school. They go to prom. That you know, like mm-hmm. it's just like this. I can't tell you how weird it feels to have conversations with my daughters who are sixteen about what they want to do with the rest of their lives. Like, what do you want to go to college for? What do you want to do for the rest of your life? Like, they don't know. First of all, I that don't whole, know what I want to do with the rest of my life. That whole, what are you going to do for the rest of your life? Can we stop saying that? It's That is, that, that what, it hasn't been a thing since, like, our parents' generation. And, and even was, like, that didn't turn out that way for them. Right. But, like, the days of you getting a job and having it for 50 years and retiring from that company is over with. So here, here was my advice to them. This is what I said to them. I said, you get a general college degree. You get something very open. that Or you something, can... that, it was something that you're interested in. Right. But like, don't get something super specific. 
Do you know what I mean? I mean, it depends if they're su- if they really like something super specific, like like Samantha loves biology. I'm like, okay, just get a get general biology. biology degree. Yeah, sure. Yep. You don't. Yeah, have to you don't be have like to specialize. Food chemist. You don't. Well, have but to first be... of all, you don't. You don't specialize in that. I don't think till med school. Right. Well, she's not. Or or till post grad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the gra- undergraduate biology would be general. My whole point is when you turn 35 or 40, which you know. You will inevitably have a crisis where you want to change your career. And or or the economy will force you to. Yeah. Like or, what happened to us. Yeah, there will be yeah. something. And if you have a college degree, you don't have to start all over. Do you know what I mean? Like you could go to grad school for whatever you wanted to go for. That's what I was able to do. I mean, I think I think we have slightly different views on this. Because um, I didn't stay in the field of my college degree. No. I but think if you it's wanted helpful. to go to grad school today for computer programming, say, for yeah. example, right? You wouldn't have to go get a bachelor's first. Yes, I would. Because <laughs> I'm really? a bachelor of arts. You would need you some kind just... of bachelor. You, I would have to take a lot of, like, ground courses. Right, but you wouldn't have to do those first years of gen eds. Sure. You wouldn't have to do all yeah. that. Yeah, you have some kind of head start. Yeah. But, like, it would you still be a, a lot. Start. That would be a big lift. That would yeah. be a big lift. Yeah. But I just think it's generally good to be educated like it's gen like I found out more about what I wanted to do through college yeah like I started off as illustration major in college and like came out the other side like a photography like major and media studies now I'm in tech you know what I mean so like it it, (laughs) I think you find out a lot about what you're interested in through college which I think is great and I think it's just good to be educated but like your life's gonna take you on a journey and you may find something completely different that you want to do like I just it's think not... we put so much pressure on, like, get a degree in physical therapy and be a physical therapist. Yes. Yes. I agree. I, so... I definitely agree with that. And don't get me wrong. I've worked with a ton of freshmen, at least a thousand freshmen I have taught. Yep. And there are a few who are like, I want to be a dentist. And yes. I knew that from the And they love it little. and they want to do it yep. and great. Yep. Yeah. But, but not everybody's like percent of them are like, I have no clue. Yeah. So I'm just yep. picking this thing. Well, I think that people also shouldn't be intimidated by, especially in lower levels in your career, by switching careers. Like there's so many skills that are transferable and you shouldn't be intimidated by the things that are not Mm because you can learn those things. But like, think about like what skills you have that can move from one industry to another. Like that is way more valuable than like the things that are very specific about that industry. Like unless you're writing code and even then, like. You can, you know, you can change what kind of code you're writing or you could go into something that's not a writing code field in tech, yep. like using tech yep. as an example. Like, you know, if you worked in a restaurant, like that's that's customer relations that can transfer to something if you're else. you're a teacher, like, that's project management. That's project that's management. crowd control. A lot of that's teachers <laughs> go into corporations and, and get into like training and yep. HR and like those yep. sort of jobs. Like there's, there's tons of transferable skills and they're usually the skills that are really hard that you can't teach. Right. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're just mm-hmm. something that people are good at and like all the other stuff you can learn. Like, don't be intimidated by that. Cause I think a lot of people think oh, I have a degree in this, so I can, you know, this is the field I'm in. And it's like, especially now I think it's more, I think it's easier than ever to move around. In and my industries. advice with people going into the trades, just being married to somebody who's in the trades, think about yourself when you're older. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if you go into the trades, like my husband, like his body is beat up. Like, mm-hmm. it's done. Like, think about, I'm going to be 50 someday. I mean, same thing with athletes, right? Maybe an electrician is an easier fit. Yeah, than, true. 
then well, like same thing with athletes. Or... Like if you're gonna make your career as an athlete, like think about like what what the neck. Well, how does that transition? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, do I become a teacher? Like a lot of dancers become dance teachers, and like they run their own company, or like you know, like what or what other things do I have that I can foster those skills as I go along? Like maybe like Timmy liked cooking. He owned a restaurant mm-hmm. in the past. Mm-hmm. Like that might be something you want to transition back into. Like you, you never have to just be one thing. I think that's crazy that we even, I mean, you know, the fifties made us think that way. The fifties ruined us in a lot of ways. I agree. And even though I am college obsessed, but again, that's only my thing. Cause I love college. Right. Um, I don't think college is for everybody. I really and don't. I, I mean, I thought a million times about going back for a master's degree, like 10 times. Yeah. And I'm just like, I like working and making money and like learning things that way and like traveling through my career in that way. Like I don't, I didn't feel like I would gain anything extra. I do, I do just love education. Like I just I like too. to be a student. Mm-hmm. I like to learn things, but like, I'm like, that's a big investment to just learn stuff. Cause like, I if I really was going to go for a master's degree or something I'm super interested in, and it would be something like philosophy or oh, something. It'd be something like pewter statues. No, what the fuck? That'd be like metal smithing. Wizardry? Wizardry. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go get my master's of wizardry. He's going to go to Hogwarts. <laughs> what the fuck? No, like it would be something that I'm in, like to do the stuff that I truly just want to learn would not yeah. have, like would yeah. not be super valuable unless but I want to be college is so fucking unaffordable like one yeah, thing that I totally. have seen that they started doing and I'm like thank god is paid internships yes finally thank Jesus. you thank you I tell the story all the time about how I got that internship in New York City when I was a graduate you know no pay. graduate college at a soap opera magazine I would have loved it so oh much. my god you would love that couldn't but, do like, it I couldn't live in New York we City weren't, for nothing I mean same thing for me like I had lost opportunities for all these internships that didn't pay and I'm like who's gonna pay for my life mm-hmm. if like because like you know you, if you're gonna take a full-time internship and you're gonna be working your ass off that's mm-hmm. 40 hours a week so like I can't pay for my life I'm like you know three hours of work a day mm-hmm. and like what am I just gonna do work 24 hours a day like and but still I'll, not be able to afford my life just to put a bow on this I also think if you have a kid who's passionate about something like running a restaurant, let them. Let them. Let yeah. Them. Mm-hmm. First of all, the skills you develop in running a restaurant are huge. Did you watch That's the a bear? huge skill. Did you watch The Bear? I loved The Bear. Oh, God. I loved it so much. That loved was it. good. Um, Jenny, I my why is this is why we thought getting into college was hard. It's not. Not anymore. No, not, not anymore. anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was ever super hard. I mean, it depends on what you're trying to do and where you're trying to go. I don't know. Willie's taking entrance exams and shit. No. Mm-mm. You don't even, some of them aren't even requiring SATs. Oh, really? Because SATs are inaccessible for a lot of communities. Yeah. Because you have to Well, pay they're for not, them. like, are they accurate? Like, what is, what are they really doing? Right. And that's another thing. Yeah. Some people are not good test takers. Yeah. Especially yep, standardized use... testing. Yeah. So, yep. it, it's not true measurement of your skill. All right. We ranted pretty good about that. God, okay. That was good. All right. Jenny, what's coming up next? Oh, it's the end. The, the last end. episode of the now, regular seasons of Little House. We are going to do some of the movies. Maybe not all, but I definitely want to do the movie where they blow up the town. We have to. Oh, God. Yeah. Have to. God. Have to do that one. So we'll be doing that. We'll be doing that movie, and then we'll be doing the three viewers' choices. Can I give the description of the next episode, please? Yes, go ahead. So we're doing the last episode of regular season Little House, season 9, episode 21. Hello and goodbye. Mr. Montague, a renowned author, 
Oh god, here we go. Okay. Who is undergoing research for his next book, moves in with Lauren Omanzel at their newly implemented boarding house. Okay, Mr. Montague, and for some fucked up reason, I remember him. Okay. Okay. Maybe he's in the final movie. Maybe. That's probably where I remember him from, because that final movie is seared in my memory. <laughs> Alright, so uh, again, thank you for your support, and we'll see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.